Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. They say that confidence comes from self-belief. And if we look at what it takes to believe something, it requires trust. And self-belief requires the trust of self. Because just like belief and trust, they both require a level of faith that there is no certain evidence, no guaranteed outcome, but based on our intentions, our actions, and the way that we are moving forward, we hope that this eventuality will be true, because we know that we're doing the right things in order to get to where we need to go. So self-belief would be trusting the self and relying on our own ability and a certainty that we will do the things that we say we do. Whether that's we say, I am going to get healthier, I'm going to start dieting, and I'm going to start treating my body with a bit more respect and looking after it rather than eating junk food. If we say that, and then a day later, where we're eating takeaway and cakes and whatever, and skipping out on the gym, that is going to erode from the trust that we have of ourselves because we made a statement, we said that we were going to commit to doing something and then we've gone back on that commitment so we know that when we make a statement in the future we can't trust ourselves to commit to that or keep it because we've broken that level of trust with ourselves. Now, if you had not made the statement, you hadn't made the commitment, it's fine if you want to have a cheat day or you know you want to release the strictness from your diet and you want to treat yourselves or have a relaxed period where you are able to indulge, that's fine. That's not going to break the trust. But when you have committed to doing something, like you have committed and said that I am going to diet, this is something I'm going to do, and then you fail to meet that standard, part of you will lose trust in yourself because your word is your bond and what you have said that you were going to do was not achieved, it wasn't delivered. So A, it's important to make smaller goals and smaller targets and be more clear and more lenient with how we're going to achieve that. So if it was something like a diet, maybe, hey, I'm going to start dieting four times a week or four days a week are going to be my diet days and the rest I'm going to have as uh, treat days. And that may be a, a good place to start for you. And that's something that you can commit to and you know that you're going to achieve. And when we make these commitments with ourselves, this is what builds up the trust. This is what builds up that self-belief. Because when we commit to doing something and we say that we're going to do something, that's challenging. It has to be something a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit outside of our comfort zone. It has to be something that is pushing us and that maybe we don't really want to do but we know is good for us. And when we make a commitment of that style or we say that we're going to do something or we set a goal that we want to achieve, the more times we will be able to say, hey look, you know what? In the past when I said that I was going to diet I dieted. When I said I was going to get in shape, I got in shape. When I said that I was going to sit there and do my work, I did my work. And those commitments over time build up that trust, build up that sense of self. This is why 
we admire and respect people that can do incredibly challenging things because they have set their targets and they are going after them and achieving them instead of giving up on the things that they want. And what we're really admiring is A, the ability to do so in the first place, but also the perseverance, the confidence and the trust that it took in order to get there in the first place. Because everyone is fighting those demons. Everyone, even at the top highest kind of athletic achievement or the highest levels of whatever domain, you are going to get that fear and that doubt and all of those creeping things that people will have dealt with. But those people at the very top are successful because they have dealt with that, because they persevered, because they didn't renege on their commitments with themselves. And that's what it takes to get to somewhere like that. And often you see those kinds of people and they come across as arrogant or full of themselves or maybe too confident, but it comes from a absolute certainty of self due to their track record of, I said I was going to do this and I did it. I set my mind to it and I accomplished it. And I found that even in my own life, when I have made more reasonable goals and things that are more easily attainable and I've set my mind to them and I succeed, I notice I start to get this kind of sense of certainty that, you know what, well, I said I was going to do this, I did this, and it was successful. I said I was going to do this, and I stuck to it. I got there. And the more confidence you have, the more likely you are to take and accept bigger challenges that are only going to instill more confidence. And it's not about succeeding every time, first time. It's just about sticking to your words, sticking to your commitments, trying your best when you have agreed to do something. That is what is building the confidence. It's not the success, it's the certainty that you have gone after something and you kept your word. If I said, well, I'm going to go into competition and you know I need to start dieting for that now. If I did the perfect diet and I went training as as often as I should be, and as often as I've committed to, and I know that I'm putting in the hours, I'm doing the work, I'm staying disciplined, I have the diet worked out, and it comes to competition day and it doesn't go my way, well, I'm not going to be crippled by those thoughts of, I really sh- I, I know I could have done better, I know I could have given more, and I, I didn't really take it seriously, I didn't really diet, I didn't really turn up to training as much as possible. That would be what would haunt me, versus the other side, which is me going there and being disappointed that I lost, but knowing that I gave it my all, and I stuck to my commitment, and that I said I was going to do something, and I did it. And I can walk away from that with my head held high, I can still... Uh, maintain that confident stance that you know what I set to do something and I, and I did it and it may not have gone my way but at least I tried my very best and I committed to myself and that is the important thing because confidence is often results based and if you are not confident at all setting yourself things these small goals or these small changes that you can make, you can begin to build up your confidence slowly over time because you have this proven track record of 
Well, if you look at the last year and all of the things that I set out to do, well, I set maybe over the course of the whole year, maybe like 50 things that I I worked on and different challenges and escalating them to a point where I was kind of pushing myself to failure. And you know what? I accomplished a majority of them and I was successful in in a good amount of them because I pushed forward and I committed to doing the things I said I was going to do and that kind of track record naturally instills confidence because you know that you're not lying to yourself when you say something that you're going to do you know you're going to do it and the same can be said for other people and how to build confidence from other people in you how to get people to believe in you and that works the same way is by having a proven track record of keeping your word when you said that you was going to help so and so and then you forgot and never called them that erodes trust that erodes confidence when you say I'm going to do something and you do it each time that you do that that will increase their confidence that's what how people know that you are reliable and that they can depend on you and that they can trust you to keep your word And that self-belief comes in the same way where the things that we say to ourselves and the commitments that we make to ourselves are just as important and just as detrimental to our self-belief, our confidence and our trust in ourselves because we seem to value other people's trust far more than our trust in ourselves and we kind of have it backwards because your confidence in yourself and your trust in yourself is also naturally going to inspire confidence in other people to believe in you. The trust in yourself is the critical, yet we treat it as secondary. We don't seem to see the self-trust, the self-belief, the self-confidence as important because we may make a commitment to someone else, a third party, maybe a family member or a friend, and we won't break that. We say we say to them, you know, oh, in two weeks I'll pick you up from the airport, and we say, I'm going to be there, and that's very important to us, and we don't want to let them down, so we make sure we're there, we make sure we're early, we arrive, we pick them up, we drop them home, and we successfully kept our promise to that person, and that was very important to us. Yet when we say, oh, I'm not going to eat sugar for the next four weeks, by the next day, we're cheating ourselves and, you know, we're eating that chocolate bar again because we know that it's only letting ourselves down and that seems to be okay to most people, that that's acceptable. To let ourselves down is is much better than to let someone else down. But that's not true. And for the most part, if someone sees that you can't keep a promise to yourself, they will often, in a subconscious way, lose faith in your ability to keep a promise with them as well. If you say you're going to do something for yourself and then you fail to keep that up and then you say that you're going to do something for someone else, they have no reason to believe that you're going to keep that promise to them if you can't keep that promise to yourself. And this is why making those goals achievable, making what we set out to do and what we commit to is so important. It's so critical to get those soul contracts right So we know exactly what we're doing and why we're doing it and our motivation behind it before saying we're going to do something. It's important to know that we can keep those promises to ourselves and that we can keep those commitments and that those commitments are realistic and achievable for us. Because 
Too many times people will set targets that are too hard for themselves or drastic changes that are impossible to implement right away and stick to for a consistent period of time and then they fail and that loss of trust happens whether they intended it to or not. It just happens as a byproduct of overestimating their goals or setting things that are unattainable. So make sure when you are agreeing to something for yourself or for anyone else that it is something that you know you can accomplish and that you're not going to break. It's important that you're pushing yourself but it's important that you're pushing yourself at a rate that is going to support your development, support your confidence, support your self-assurance rather than erode from it. Because each time you keep a promise to yourself, each time you achieve a goal or set a standard to yourself that you adhere to, each time you successfully accomplish it, that is going to add so much to your self-confidence and your self-trust. It is going to give you the power to know that you can accomplish more and that is your superpower and that is where your confidence will come from. So be careful about the contracts you sign about the commitments that you make and the standards that you impose because they will impact how you feel about yourself. Thank you for listening.